0: This podcast is brought to you by UK Coaching, here for the coach. Visit ukcoaching.org to grow your coaching skills and be part of the community. Welcome to the Curious Coaches Club. In this edition, UK Coaching's Mark Bateman and Andy Bradshaw share best practice and explore some of the essentials of working from home. Due to a technical hitch, we start this edition five minutes into the discussion with Andy explaining some of the challenges he's faced since beginning to coach and work from home.
1: So, this being aware of what the person receiving any of this um, increased volume, I mean, I must admit, um, past week uh, in terms of regularity of WhatsApp messages. Almost back-to-back webinars, from a sort of work point of view, it, it throws up different challenges, um, and obviously it, it gives you an insight. I've probably seen uh, the inside of more people's houses in the last week than probably I would ever expect to in a normal working week. Um, but that means that I think there are some some people then, some of the people you coach, or people you engage with. Um, being aware of the vulnerability that that might put them in. Um, so you know, do you have some performers who might not have space to show you a, a particular challenge that you set, or might feel a little vulnerable about letting letting everybody else into their world? They might feel um, not, not just isolated, but actually, uh, you know, it, it's it's a, an insight into their family circumstances that you might not know some things about. So i think it's it challenges you in terms of just checking in with the people um the people that you're starting to think around coordinating and connecting and just making sure that whatever you're doing um that they are you know you're communicating with them about format about regularity about um you know even what type of technology Uh, are we using zoom whatsapp variety youtube What's going to work? What's going to work best for them, rather than
0: what's going to work
1: easiest for you, maybe.
0: Uh, And there's that bit around making sure that you're honest and talk openly about things that aren't necessarily just just the coaching. So I think in in times like now, I think uh, unprecedented has has been used quite a lot in terms of a, a way of describing where we find ourselves at the moment. But I think it's important that you don't just talk about the coaching, you don't just talk about the sport or the activity. Because often some of those some of those conversations that you would have in a coaching environment, walking to the pitch or or to the hall or wherever it might be, some of those are about understanding and getting to know the person that you that you're coaching that aren't necessarily anything to do with the tech or the tech. So I think it's really important that you don't forget those opportunities and, and you make sure that uh, that the coaching, you're still looking holistically at how you're trying to support the people that, that you're coaching. I think. My biggest takeaway from the last two or three years of coaching would be around having more um, infrequent, informal conversations. So that's where we find ourselves now. And how how might you build those opportunities to have the informal chat around something that's going on in their lives? Now, ultimately, at the moment, there isn't much going on in people's lives um, because we're confined to, to, to spaces. So how how can you how can you deliberately and intentionally look to to, to bring in something that is positive and something that is supportive that isn't necessarily just about the sport?
1: Yeah, and that, I mean, that picks up on, so the other the other sort of reference that I wanted to make is um, a guy called uh, Colin Cronin who's been doing some really interesting work in care, care in sports coaching, so building on um, the almost unanimous use of words beginning with C to, uh, to, to describe things in coaching world, so care in sports coaching. Um, what I would what I would pick up from some of the some of the things that I've been seeing some really great stuff happening on social media and being shared by coaches that we work with, but almost getting the balance between some of it being prescribed. So you know, here is a here is a physical set that we're going to do together. Here is some technical work that you can do, and just making sure there's a balance between uh, coaches prescribing things to do and also building. So what Mark was saying there, building that um, the connection piece.
2: Making sure there is an element of fun. Andy, I think we've just uh we've just lost you there during that little bit there. We have, yeah. Yeah. Mark, do you wanna just pick up on what Andy was saying and just continue your thoughts in that area?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, the biggest thing for me is is around building that connection. Um, I'd also be mindful now, particularly with our ability to um, to connect and and to get in or, or to, to get close to lots of people lots of the time um, to make sure we really look and value loading and volume. So we don't want to be providing too much too soon. Um, and not actually thinking about how we might space out this learning over a period of time um from a couple of things really looking at obviously how people learn and how people are going to take take things on synthesize the information reflect on it but also looking at uh not being too invasive and and i use invasive um just to make sure that we we have something to go to in three four six twelve weeks time that still keeps it fresh that still looks to um to develop a connection, and still looks to have learning opportunities, but don't necessarily have it all all at once. We don't want to be putting people off connecting. We want to be actually making people looking forward to going and and interacting with their coaches. Um, so I'd just be I'd just be mindful of how you might plan out what you do. So we're still looking to have structure, albeit structure over a period of time, where we understand where the touch points might be.
1: Do That's you
0: think? Oh, hello.
1: Do you th- can you hear me?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, good. Do you think that um, part of this process is actually getting the people that you're working with to contribute to the development of what it is that they're actually going to be doing?
0: Uh, yeah, I will do. Just just while, while we're on that, if, if we could mute mics and if we just pop questions in the chat box.
2: Sorry, sorry. No, it's yep.
0: absolutely fine. It's a great, yep. fill, great fill for Andy. Um, but definitely, around that is definitely one of the things that you want to do is, uh, you know, like you would, like you would look to get empowerment from your athletes by giving them opportunities to co-create what you're doing, uh, and 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 at times driving that. Um, that 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 doesn't change um, in terms of how you would operate in a virtual environment. In in my in my sort of humble opinion, you will be looking to get them to drive as much as it as it as you would, and at times driving driving lots of it. Um, so, yeah, I just think you're using a different medium to try and create that opportunity. Um, I,
1: I think my, my volume is back on now. Um, I think I might have got uh, muted as everyone else was being muted at a certain point. Um, yeah, I mean, just picking up on Mark's point there, the, the autonomy piece. So I'm sure most of you heard of self-determination theory. The autonomy bit in that is is crucial, um, you know, particularly as in current circumstances people might feel a lot of a lot of our athletes and players and people we coach uh, or support might feel that they've lost a sense of autonomy um in this current situation so actually giving giving a little bit of that back um you know what what's the next challenge we want to do how can you um create something as a player group rather than it just being set so i don't know if you where where i got lost previously was just talking about the balance between prescription and connection um, and i think that's a crucial one it's not just you know the 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 uh you know underpinning values of good quality conversation it's just not just dialogue from the coach to the players um from the coach to the the athletes um you know this is this gives us an opportunity just to practice good quality conversation and that includes when listen to what your uh, participants want uh, listening with real intent and i know that's difficult when you're doing it virtually, but, uh, listening to what their wants and needs are because they change. Um, and it will link to one of the things that we're kicking on to in a minute. But you know it, these are anxious times and stressful times. So listening to people's challenges and how vulnerable they might be feeling, how isolated they might be feeling, but then trying to um, support, build that trust, build a sense of connection, um, but also, I, I think from one thing I found in in being the person doing that work, it does require a fair amount of energy. And I don't think you should sort of underplay how much energy you require to sort of keep on top of positivity and in group conversations and being creative and trying to create new ideas. It's actually quite a... Quite a draining process, but I think it's really it's a really useful thing for us to get very engaged in. But just recognizing that it it does it does take a lot of thought, um, yeah. You know, as coaching does in general.
2: Yeah, I think that probably brings us just jumps us forward to the next little bit around doing things differently. A lot of the stuff you talk about there, and and Mark, as well. You start to kind of allude to, yeah, changing, obviously, some doing things differently, doing things in different ways, but taking into consideration a lot of different things that we may need to take into account so that's stuff around yeah do so people want to welcome you into their into their living rooms this so is currently things that we do for coaches i'm currently getting my knees shot the shreds kneeling down in front of my tv something hardwire into my route there to make sure you've got some really good signal to get to you guys but are people really happy to welcome you into into their living room so you're getting to see andy's lovely uh decor on the back it is his giraffes and that's going in his kid's bedroom so Jumping into that bit then, around doing things differently. So you know, I've seen loads of things pop up on on Twitter with regards to, I saw some fab stuff, like the Saints Foundation were doing. So they've been filming some little short 10 minute videos aimed at exercise for the elderly, uh, doing some basic exercise, helping kind of stuff like fall prevention and getting up and out of their seats in the chairs. Um, and yeah, it'd be interesting to say, well, what's prompted to do things differently? What's some of the considerations, but also how does that lead into our practice going forward. So we've been forced into making some changes now, but yeah, how does that help us? That was something that Jamie has popped in our Connected Coaches Group for the session around
1: that as well. Just Paul picking up on that, and I can see a, I can see a question in the chat as well. Now I'm actually looking at some of the chats. I'm finding it quite difficult to talk and read chat at the same time. But those bits, I think some questions just to um, to provoke that curiosity for you as, as people engage with this session. You know, what are we doing now that's going to add real value later on? So not just something that we're doing because uh, things have changed and we have to. So it's almost like, is it suddenly a, a last resort that we're having to do stuff um, virtually? Actually, what are the things that are going to add significant value and continue to do later? And um, what are the, the, the question around actually, what's this going to feel like at the other end for the variety of different um, people that you work with? And and actually, how can we use all of the things that we're discussing right now to build stronger relationships? So when we get back into some sort of normal operation, actually, we're in a much stronger position. Now, this sort of links to the next topic that we're going to move on to, Um, you know, just in terms of actually starting to reframe what is a very challenging situation into something that we could seen as much of a positive as possible. Paul, do you want to flick the image up for us?
2: You want to unmute want to yourself as well? Yeah, I was chatting away. This is a learning process for us as well, guys. Getting used to all the different bits of technology. We're all in together. One second, get getting it up now.
0: Thanks Paul. Do
2: you want to start us off Mark?
0: Yeah, I think um I think the biggest thing that I've seen in terms of just some observations and and stuff that I've noticed from the world of uh, social media which at the moment feels a bit like sort of my friends and and the opportunity to go out is to delve into Twitter. Um but I've seen the the biggest word I'd, I would give is creativity. So I've seen lots of people from millions of different types of sports um, on their own, working working on ways in which to get better, be it um, technical skills, be it people looking at videos and tactical. I've had some good conversations with a couple of coaches uh, in the football world around what they're doing in Canada around supporting athletes with, with tactical challenges and quizzes. And I think the, my biggest reflection on all of this, is that a, um the people we work with are, are highly creative and highly... Um, attuned as to what they want to work on and, and how they do it um, and B, the biggest thing would be is how do we foster and support them to continue doing that what does our session design look like to enable that to happen and um, and how are we going to have the conversations to support them to keep doing it so I think that, that we could be we could be definitely guilty when we go back out just to going back to what we did before well i think it would be um yeah it would be wise to really look at how we can support them to to keep doing some of those things um that would be my biggest takeaway and and how do we design our sessions to allow that to happen
1: yeah and you know the the looking at things differently which was the intention of the image on your screen was um was just starting to to provoke some thought around actually what are the opportunities um in in the current situation um so you know things like how might you lend equipment to um to athletes that might not have access to them how might you look at so i saw an example from uh one of the swimming clubs who were doing some um virtual cookery stuff with their group um so they sent out a, a set of menu cards and uh, the swimmers were uh, producing i think it was chicken tenders or something and then they were sharing pictures of what what happened you know actually how they got on with it how they found the process and that might be a way of actually just saying right well what are the, some of the the other elements of, of a particular program that we're working on that we can do now we can invest some time in now that um means that we can uh, we can get back uh, we can get back to where we were, or we were on with things um during this period um that we might have thought oh, actually no we, we you know we can't I, we can't achieve that, or maybe it's a bit more difficult. Something like using um headspace to have a look at um mindfulness or have a look yeah, actually how can you find some time to, uh, to maybe invest in yourself in terms of uh, some time for reflection or some time just to switch off and do some replanning and reframing. Um that was one of the points that um self and mark had talked about quite a bit around actually how will coaches start to manage um the the process and the planning of their work with their, the people we work with once we start to get an idea of when things might start to um uh, to normalize yeah um,
0: i would call some of those uh yeah well another word that's been used a lot is the unintended unintended consequences so there there are obviously some some negatives that happen at the moment but the positives are that we've all um through you know what you might call creative desperation have found different ways to do things to enable us to to work with people that we coach um and it will be thinking about how what once you've reflected on on what you've done and how you've gone about doing it, how do you allow those bits to rather than to be abnormal i e we've been forced to do it, so we're going to have to adapt. How do you then or what do you pick and take from what you do now and add into your what you might call your daily your your weekly or yearly program uh, and I think the point around actually some of the nutrition work or or the skills training how might you check that check in again in the week if you're you know for example if you work on a, a camp based program where you might meet up once every month, how can you start to have some more interaction um, on a more weekly basis? Obviously, once you've agreed how how, how that might work, when we think about the first topic, but what additional things can you add in uh, and can you take from what you've done at the moment that can really supplement the coaching process and, and, and ultimately getting people to really enjoy what they do and, and to get better at it at the same time?
1: Yeah, and there is, you know, so that bit around... I've seen a couple of comments in there about, you know, this being the new norm, new normal, um, and, and it definitely is, you know, when obviously when you listen to our um, uh, sort of daily updates uh, around, you know, whether it's a, a period of September, October before things might, you know, that's a long time in uh, you know, youth participants, sporting careers, you know, might be almost like half an age group for some people there. So a process of uh, resetting and reframing goals um i think is really important as well and doing that in a really supportive way um you know because a, a focus around um actually managing uh our, our young performers if you're working with with uh young performers actually you know at times that you know, their sport might be their identity it might be what they almost what they live for and suddenly this has all been taken away so actually uh carefully uh and with with real attention, just starting to give a little bit of structure back to things um just making sure that you know you're you're looking at the the whole person once you're starting to do that planning, so it might even be you know can they come up with something new to do, can they learn a new skill and that might be away from their sport um but just managing that reframing of goals so that it's not seen as so sort of catastrophic that actually their their training and their playing is is not is not happening anymore. Actually, that reframing, you know, looking at that, there will be a horizon at some point, and keeping an our eye on the horizon uh, and planning towards it. Obviously, being adaptable and flexible in the meantime, because that those are the, the qualities that we're all having to having to work towards.
0: Cool. I think that's um, probably takes us through to the next one. I suppose my last point would really be um, how you would uh, discuss with the people that you, talk, that, that you coach around how adaptive they are. And I think uh, a, a lot of the coaches that I will work with will have sports that has um, being adaptive or being agile as one of the key key sort of messages or key competencies that they would like them to be able to do. And I think what this has given us is a real opportunity to to have those conversations around well what you're doing now and how are you doing it differently and, and how did you cope and almost really start to think about what you might do and how that might form part of that goal setting process with them so the reflection on what they've done and how they have actually adapted and, and, and been relatively successful with continuing training yeah yeah sure. well,
2: you're talking about there mark you now there's lots of stuff in the chat box as well around how do we support Athletes, people or players to, to adapt to their kind of new world and situation that they're in. The guys you might have had to as a full-time athlete, now been having to actually what does that look like now? So you might have uh, someone like my gran who goes out and does some like weekly exercise classes, mainly to kind of make sure that she's not socially isolating. Well, now how does she fit into now? How does she transition out of it? So that brings us into this whole area around kind of managing stress and anxiety. So I'm going to throw that over to you guys with regards to some initial thoughts on managing stress and anxiety for players, athletes, people that we work with, as well as coaches themselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll kick this one off. I mean, I'm reading um, Ben's last comment in the chat box about identity. Um, you know, there's a, there's a a variety of different things that are going to cause people stress and anxiety that whether that's um you know what they can get from the shops or what they can't get, whether they can source stuff for elderly parents, which seems to be my never ending challenge. Can I find a slot for delivery on the Whirl at any point? No is the answer most of the time. Um so there are things outside of our coaching lives that are causing us huge amounts of stress and anxiety. Um and and it is it is stressful. And whether that is coaches um, being really mindful about what, what what's actually happening for them. You know, if you're on um, hourly contracts or have worked in schools previously and, you know, actually what is going to happen to me, my livelihood, um, what's going to happen, you know, in a month's time, um, all of those things, plus being able to navigate the, um, you know, the chaos of the stress and anxiety that are, Players, uh, performers, people we coach are going through. And that might just be, you know, what happens when we start again? Will we start again? Um, you know, all of those things. You know, I'm struggling with being at home, I'm struggling with being stuck with family, or I'm loving it. Um, I think there is an acceptance that this is going on, a, a coping strategy. And you know, certainly from the reading I've been doing this week, you know, chatting to people around, um, it's it's probably a a phrase and um, something that is people have heard a lot of but in terms of um controlling controllables you know there there are a number of things that um we simply have no control over um and when this will end probably being one of the biggest ones um so focusing on what we can control um and and there is fairly long and extensive list around that so um I'll certainly i we'll will be, be sharing something there from um uh, gov.uk which is a nice you know, around mental health and well-being but again focuses on some things that are in our control so things like sleep um nutrition exercise how we're feeling about stuff um being trying to be as positive as we can be having a look at productivity. So just focusing on something like productivity, you know, I've certainly been looking at, well, how do I ensure that I have, um, you know, a good daily schedule. Um, it's only forced me to get back and exercising, which has been amazing. I've been kicked up needed to do that. Um, but actually, it's been a challenge to make sure that we're from home and you know, I have a schedule, going into reflection time, investing in myself. Um we've been reflecting on well how do we as a company work more effectively hence why this has come about um you know to have a 100 plus coaches on a conversation with us and then link it into further conversations is great so having a think around actually what what is in our control and how can
0: we focus on those bits mark Yeah, I think um, there's there's a simple framework which the guys at MindFlick have put together um, based around cope. So it might be that you start to look at what you need to keep doing at the moment. So what are the key things which you might need to just keep going, keep ticking over? Um, From a a prudent perspective, what do you need to be prepared for? So what are the things to do with your coaching which you might need to start to think, if I was to press the go button tomorrow, what do I need to have? had done and prepared to ensure that I'm good to go, at what point it might be. Um, You might start to be a little bit more engaged and start to think about what do I need to change? Is there anything for my current practice after reflection where I think I might actually use this time wisely to start to think about an evolution of yourself and your practices? And I suppose the fourth one would really be around looking at an optimistic um, mindset and actually what will this give me the opportunity to do? So I, I've been speaking to quite a few uh, swimming coaches in particular mm-hmm. around how they're finding themselves time to invest in themselves, invest in looking after themselves, catching up on on sleep, uh, finding different ways to connect, but actually using this time as a real period of regeneration. Um, and yes, there's things that we can't control at the moment, so when will it end? okay, but I think the the biggest thing for me would be to really focus around making an action plan of things you you can control um, and using that time wisely to really um, sort of evolve as a, as a person as a coach and actually make some small incremental changes that you can start to embed over the coming weeks was is really where i would probably look to try and focus
1: yeah there was there was a nice little example so there's a some connections into a variety of different conversations that i have to coaches at the moment so Chris Chapman, one of our colleagues, has, has got a thread in there around creativity in in our coaching in the current situation. One, one of the points in there, a really nicely made point, was around um, possibly doing uh, on the positivity front, doing a uh, a daily three good things blog. So um, and that you know I think you could evolve that to you know good things about a session when you move when when things do get back to normal at some point. But look, looking at simple review to so, well think about go well, well and review it. why did it go well? So it might be really it sounds really simple, but from a positivity thing, there are a lot of things that are probably um, a challenge at the moment and a significant challenge. Uh, but if we can start to retain a sense of well actually what's, what's what why is going really well? how can I link that maybe to my goal setting in terms of building on those positives, um, and I think it's, you know, it's a crucial point that we do try and remain as positive as we can, as forward focused as we can, and as, um, you know, internally focused. How can I take this as an opportunity to develop myself? Um, it, it would have been nice to have thought that we suddenly had loads more time at this point. I'm finding I've probably got less time. You know, work has to have got busier because I'm not driving places because things, virtual things can happen um, pretty quickly. But been able to reflect on on what is going what is going about well. um, you know not always just well that didn't work uh, you know that wasn't quite the as a long time to default to as as coaches um so that control but i think is really important you know and it probably does link into um you know so the connection and relationship are definitely in our control you know so the things that um The things that we've seen and found in the last 10 days you know from the whatsapp group that's happened on my road in sheffield um so someone offering me a swing that they dropped down and uh, um, you know now my kids are enjoying which i wouldn't have had that connection before that you know it it links through um to some of the almost uh when mark talked about creative desperation so the um gary klein's work about you know how we how we get greater insight but also how we come up with different solutions um it's fabulous because things the unintended consequences that mark mentioned these things are happening um and i think just being able to reach out uh, to people that you maybe haven't spoken to for maybe a long time looking at your network so one thing that we spend quite a bit of time on from a world point of view with coaches is having a look at their networks and who are the people that you might want to reconnect with or prioritize or maybe move closer to you in terms of um, the strength of a relationship? This might be a real opportunity just to start making those connections stronger, um, and working out how do I do that? You know, it might not be just dropping a WhatsApp message. It might be picking the phone up, um, just showing that little intent and, and being deliberate about making the relationship stronger. Um Paul, yeah. you've been listening along to this. What are your
2: reflections on? One of the things based on kind of all the chat that you've just been having there and lots of things have been coming up in the chat box is this, this whole idea around duty to care as well. So at UK Coaching, we've got a big piece of work around duty to care, um, which is based on the duty of care report from, uh, from Tanya Ray Thompson. So yeah, there's a couple of bits in there with regards to mental health and wellbeing and what that looks like. So I think I totally, there's a few different levels to this. It's... Well, actually how we support and the people that we work with, so the people that we coach with their mental health and well-being. So that might be around some of that connection stuff. Might be around the, some the stuff that was in the chat box there was around helping people to create that normality and that structure in their lives. So know that I've been doing Joe Wicks now every morning. To to, <laughs> I'm wiggling around because the knees are going, probably after to doing too many Joe Wicks. So I've been doing that, just trying to get some normality back and some structure into my life because of the work stuff as well. Yes, yeah, so how we support to our artists and flips, but the flip side that also weather. comes yeah. with that is actually how do we support, um, how not how do we support, how are we looking after our mental health and well being as well? So, actually, as coaches, like Andy said, uh, are we taking some of that time out to self reflect? Are we taking some of that time out where we actually just need a bit of damn time? I noticed somebody in the chat again talking about, um, they're feeling a bit like parents just want more, more, more at this moment in time. You might have seen all these different challenges that are going on on Twitter, and like, why is my child getting it? So it's, yeah, how are we taking some of that time for ourselves, for our own mental and well-being, which could be coming and connecting on a chat like today with another 130 coaches. They might be joining us in the week, like one of our Wednesday or 30 Thursday sessions, having a smaller chat with 10 or 15 coaches. They could be chatting online. Or as I say, like, so it could just be, Similar to what Andy said, I know I've had a lots of conversations with a variety of different coaches on this last week, which some of them have just been like, a, how are you doing a general chin wag? Some of it's been like, a, I know a few people in the, in the chat today have mentioned on the, uh, the word foot furlough, which I never knew exactly. <laughs> so we've got some stuff around that. Some people have been saying, oh, I'm now in this, I'm now in furlough. Like, what does this now mean to me? I'm not sure exactly all the ins and outs of like, what it exactly is. So I know I've had like four or five of those conversations with a variety of different people. So, yeah, there's a huge bit around that mental health and, and wellbeing piece and how we take time for ourselves as well as looking after our athletes as well. Um, Conscious to the time, we've probably got another uh, three or four minutes, Andy, if you guys have got any kind of any other thoughts or some kind of like t- key take-homes or reflections before we start to uh, wander into the, the last little bit that I'll lead you into, Mark.
1: I I mean, I think the... The curiosity piece for me is actually where where people take um the conversations uh, that we've been going so we've I mean, i've been using not i we've been using curiosity as sort of like a, a, a real um skill and character trait for someone to actually you know, how do we further these conversations um so whether that is um jumping on connected coaches which we really encourage you to do and start to share your reflections um so hopefully this is getting i'm seeing the the chat box um you know run through people are sharing stuff on there um it i think it's crucial in these times to actually share the ways in which people are being creative and thinking about different ways of approaching things or maybe taking them some, some some time out themselves but really engaging the reason why we've called this the Curious Coaches Club is well what are you going to do about this which might be the take action bit um you know what what are you going to read on so we mentioned Jowett's work and Cronin's work and, um, and there's a little bit on on Klein now some of you might be interested in delving a little further some of you might just be interested in connecting with people on uh so engaging a little bit more on social media, but it might just be connecting with your own network um you know finding out what other people are doing, what other coaches in your club are doing how are they solving things um, that's uh and yeah, maybe being proactive about that you know set it up you know? we're we're starting to um find a variety of pub quizzes online on an evening you know that people are creating you know my, my um uh, teenage daughter was engaged in a friend's quiz that uh, suddenly had you know tens of thousand people logged on to it because people are starting to to share um to share stuff that they're doing so you know be proactive about that and and drive that connection forward because through sharing people will really start to make sense a little more mark do you want to touch on some of those other things
0: yeah i think again we just look at um just a, a model that might allow us to make sense of what's been discussed today. So there's been about 40 minutes and and probably a whole host of different ideas and opportunities for you as coaches to, to take away with you. I would just encourage you to, to have a go at the the model that we've got up on the board on the, the screen, which is really around what, what action you're going to take from this. So have you identified some of the things that you might want to implement into your practice? Take time to have a think about it. So from a logical standpoint, You've got time to really mull this, mull this over. You don't have to be immediate with what you do. So really start to think about what might you change or what are you actually doing and how might you make it better? What might you consolidate? And again, re- reflect on what you've done previously. So we obviously spend a lot of time as coaches looking forwards. What is the next opportunity? What's the next game? What is the next uh, training session or interaction? But to reflect on on the past and what we've done. Often allows us to live our our lives going forward. So really be reflective and take the time to do that. And then I'd really encourage you from a an expressive standpoint to really to share with others. Um, often with goal setting, when they're shared with other people, they they become a bit more sticky, uh, and, and and people can start to really support you in in checking and challenging what you've done and whether you've done it. So from a, a coaching point, it might be that you start to think about developing your own development plan and looking for opportunities to go and find that that learning or that that resource. Or it might be that you use this this with, a, with an athlete or someone you coach to start to support them with that. But I'd really start to think about these four areas, why you've got the opportunity and the time to consider it and to do it. So uh, yeah, just from me, thanks for coming on board. Uh, I hope to see you in Obviously, the various um, other learning opportunities through the week and and a, and a webinars going forward. Cheers,
2: to that Mark and Andy. So, a couple of a bits to kind of jump on and, and touch on to before we leave you guys is we've, we've talked a lot about uh, connector coaches. So, I've posted the, uh, the link again in the in the chat box. So, what we'd love for you guys to do is the stuff that Mark's just been kind of chatting through with you guys with regards to. Yeah, taking some time, reflecting, making a plan of uh, attack. Any other thoughts or questions? Like, keep on bobbing them through, um, through to the, the thread that we set up for this week's topic on connected coaches. All the different bits of reading that kind of Mark and annie' alluded to will be sharing there as well. You know, some people have chatted around kind of the chat box, and uh, how can we read some of that back? We'll be kind of like aggregating all the information that's in there and coming up with kind of some different kind of like common themes and uh, questions, and kind of posting some of that in there as well. So we'll be sharing all that information. There's loads of other stuff going on 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 ukcoaching.org as well. There's a community, there's other kind of news and tips and different reading, which we'll signpost you into. Um, There's also some additional stuff if you kind of choose to subscribe as well.
0: Join us at ukcoaching.org. Whatever you're doing to help people be active and improve, we can help you deliver great coaching experiences at a time to suit you.